Yay! Okay, little a little rough and bumpy start to episode three. The but first one okay. never works. We have I'm to like re- restart this recording like three times, and then that's the magic number. Listen, episode three, restart three times. Three's you know, episode a hundred. We'll have to restart a hundred um, times. At this rate, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> So our first two episodes came out yesterday. Woohoo! Shout out to our three listeners who have already listened to it. Big shout out to my girl Lauren, who said she's already like our number one fan. So woo woo. Thanks, girl. Really? Yes, she said she loves it so far. I love it. Okay, good. Lauren, you're my new favorite Woo-hoo! person. Yay, Lauren. She said she's gonna tune in for everything. Like she said she is ready for every time yes. we publish. She's already followed us on the Instagram. Like she has posted us on her Instagram, on her Snapchat. Like she's ready to roll so i appreciate it i love it um i'm really excited for my story this week we're doing conspiracy theories and i thought i knew what i was getting myself into but oh my gosh i honestly feel like yours is gonna just turn this whole podcast upside down truly it's gonna make everyone question everything something else is gonna turn upside down in my podcast too which is in my oh, story <laughs> you'll yeah, see i know okay good <laughs> <laughs> i'm slow we'll get yes there. we will i think it will make people question a lot of things um i'm probably sitting gonna i'm gonna be sitting here thinking wow yeah what the heck are we getting into i am oh my gosh yeah, when you were texting um, me i was like whoa okay i feel like she has so much more I than i do because i feel like mine it's just all like hearsay, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like yours is like hardcore. I know, but I'm so excited. Like, oh, I met a black eyed kid. No, kind you of. didn't. Okay, a yellow eyed kid. Uh, okay, so jaundice. Okay, is that a thing? Yes, jaundice is a real medical disorder. Oh well, he had like orangey yellow eyes. The dad said it was oh, okay. Did though. he have orangey yellow skin? I don't know. He was a oh. baby. It's uh, my girlfriend's nephew. I got to meet him and I like held him for like two hours and he had like orangey yellow eyes. I'm like, he's fine. I mean, I would, I mean, both of those are kind of spooky. I mean, at least he's in the spirit for Halloween with the orangey yellow. Yes. He was so I cute. I love it. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. I was about to say, if you actually it. met a black eyed kid, we're, I'm logging off right now. <laughs> I wish, but like, how would they come to my house? I live on the 25th floor. Like, are they going to like climb the side of my building or something? Um, like- anything's <laughs> possible. So I would not be surprised if they showed up outside of your window at this point. Oh, please don't say that. <laughs> my whole bedroom is window. Honestly, yeah. When I've seen your TikToks, I'm like, I know this girl don't sleep in because you don't have like any curtains anywhere no but when i sleep somewhere else because like three of my walls are windows and when like the sun wakes me up in the morning and when i sleep anywhere other than my house i sleep until like noon because i'm like the sun doesn't wake me up and i'm like i swear i don't sleep till noon people are like yeah right like you're always asleep like way past when we are oh my gosh. like no i swear I like it it's would just be impossible <laughs> yeah like to sleep past a certain time if you have uh basically the surface of the sun coming through your windows exactly mm-hmm. yeah can't relate you know i got them blackout curtains girl so yeah oh man it's peaceful my dog's right here do you hear she's looking no i don't but i want to see your dog oh speaking of if you've made it this far and you don't already follow us on instagram first off what are you doing and two go follow us at get outer here and go take a look at what i just posted because what did you post I posted for the people that had listened to episode one because you know in episode one i talked about that wendigo um encounter about that guy who said something was on his roof i posted yeah. those pictures oh those yeah. pictures why did the dog remind you of those creepy ass wendigo pictures? i don't know i was just thinking about it and <laughs> I, I think it was me saying hey i want to see your dog and then i was like a dog picture picture instagram i don't know it's a very barbaric caveman we'll have to post. um 
thought process right there. <laughs> I feel like that's how the thought processes go. Like that reminds me of yeah. you know, it's like, like something light, that doesn't fire, remind you of fire, anything. Man, okay. <laughs> are you are you drinking? I'm drinking a cherry coke. Does that count? And it's Ooh. in like one of those little baby cans. Yes. So super cute. My brother drinks those for breakfast. Oh my god, so do I. Me and your brother would get along then. I literally had a wild berry <laughs> pop tart and a cherry coke for breakfast. So good. Ooh, that sounds good. Uh, I'm drinking red wine out of a cup that's glittery and pink and says. 60 and fabulous okay i mean it's a vibe it's a mood i like that (laughs) okay i'm in a mood because my whole family like my mom and my brother anyway went to go visit my grandma in um tennessee and they didn't invite me because i had to work even though i probably could have gotten out of that (laughs) just kidding i wouldn't do that but they just like hopped on a plane and left me so it's my grandma's cup i was about to say is this the grandma that is uh 60 and fabulous she's 60 three now and, and fabulous. she's been missing her 60 and fabulous cup what the heck <laughs> it's mine now i'm the next one to be 60 I mean, just kidding whatever works you'll just it's just hold on to it it'll get here eventually if the world doesn't end. i drink out of it kind of often there's like a obnoxious like pink boa wrapped all the way oh around God. it it's one of those <laughs> cups okay i gotcha gotcha it's one of those like from hallmark like in the all back right. that you like don't want to go to <laughs> It's like, yeah, this is super gaudy, but I love it in the best way. Yes. I get it. I love everything gaudy. It's just, it's it's a certain taste. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to wear it. Right. Well, well. Like, I, I aspire to be, and I know you're probably going to be like, I'm this person, and it's going to make me mad, but I aspire uh-oh. to be those people that have the patience and the good luck when it comes to thrifting. Oh, okay. I do too, because I can't figure out thrifting. Like, I go to Goodwill or whatever, and maybe I just live in an area where the Goodwills are not popping, but I'll go to Goodwill, and I'm like, yes, I'm going to find me a cute sweater for, like, the cheap, cheap, and then I'm going to find me a nice pair of jeans, and I'm going to look around, maybe find me um, some cute cups, maybe some furniture. Girl, I'm lucky if I find a shirt. Maybe. Yeah, it's hard. And, like, my measurements are, like, two toothpicks <laughs> in an orange. Like, my <laughs> legs are so long that I can't fit in anything. Like, I have to find, like, really specific things, like, or dresses. And then dresses are usually too short. Like, I have a hard time finding clothes, let alone, like, I don't know, like, clothes other people didn't snatch Okay, story of my life, because my measurements... Um, I'm literally like a damn leprechaun because I'm so short. Oh yeah, true. You're tiny. Yeah, so my legs are like abnormally but you can short. Crop. I mean, yeah, you're right. But see, I'm so lazy. I just end up, you know, rolling up those bad boys. I mean, it's a oh, look, yeah. honestly. I'm not bold enough to roll them up and wear them with like high socks. But Ooh, that'd one be day, cute. some Doc Martens right, under there. So one day I'll branch out enough and try that. But until then, I'll stick with my skinny leg um, jeans from like Hollister. That's where mine are from. I don't care that it's for children. Oh my god, I use Hollister and American Eagle. Those, oh, and sometimes Old Navy if I'm feeling frisky. But other than that, it's a no. I will not go anywhere else. Mm-mm. I love them. I have this like online store called like superlonglegs.com or something. Like that's oh. not what it's called. <laughs> I was like, no, it's, really. I love it's that. Something to like the that. Point. No, it's something like that. Like long, crazy legs or something. And they sell pants that are like my measurement. And like, I don't like to shop there, but every once in a while, my grandma, the oh one my who's like God. 60 and fabulous, will buy me pants from there. And like, I am like, I can't wear these. The tag says long, giant legs. Grandmommy long legs. <laughs> Grandmommy long that's, legs. That's right. me, though. We got to patent that. That's good. That's good. <laughs> That's like the next. That's the next nasty gal right there. I can be um grandmommy long legs, and you can be granddaddy thick. Oh my god, my thighs aren't even thick, so I can't even follow through with that, (laughs) dude. (laughs) Darn! Dang it, man. 
<laughs> I don't have anything going for me other than my subpar humor and thin, thin hair. That is it. And that's not even like a pro <laughs> at all. I have a mullet right now. Your hair oh, is good. No, yours is a look. Yours looks so cute. Well, it was down to my waist and then I got lice and then I cut it all <laughs> off and now I'm like trying to grow it back out. But I'm in that like in the middle mullet situation where I'm like not quite like Ruby Rose and not quite Karen. Oh my God. But somewhere in the middle. That's hilarious. I could not picture you with long, long hair like that. Yeah, it was like down to my waist. I loved it. Oh my gosh. Can't relate because my hair is so thin. It would look like a freaking broom. Like, <laughs> like a, that'd be cool. Like, that'd be a look. I'd like it. It'd be so edgy. So, so eclectic. I love that for me. Oh yeah. my God. All right. Speaking of eclectic and vintage and, um, I don't even know the other word I said. How did I already forget? It was like five seconds ago. Anyway, that's what <laughs> we're going to go with. All so right. Let's just hop right into it because let's do it. Mine's a longie. Yeah. Okay. That's good then because yours is a longie and mine's a shorty. Oh my God. It's like us. Just like I us. Love that. I was going to say that okay. for us. Okay. So mine's a shorty. Yours is a longie. So let me go ahead and get mine out of the way. Um, I'm so okay. excited. Yay. Okay. Let's hop into it. So today's conspiracy theme, I am taking on the role of discussing some of our favorite conspiracies regarding celebrities. So I picked two um, because they're both kind of short. And obviously, I'm going to start off with, that was my really bad drum roll, Avril Lavigne. Good. Oh, I love this one. So, as if you haven't heard, there is a conspiracy theory about Avril Lavigne, um, aka Melissa. So, this started. Is that her name? That's like the lookalike slash Avril Lavigne's doppelganger's name. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, this oh took place, like, started being noticed in 2003, it said, right around 2002, 2003. Um, and fans began to believe that Avril Lavigne was actually cloned and replaced with a lookalike by the name of Melissa. So when I was reading this, um, not just now, but when I heard about it a couple years ago, um, I was like, okay, like I get it, but I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? Why would you do that? Mm -hmm. I typed it on up into Google and said, why would she do this? So one theory is that she began struggling with fame at the beginning of her career. And the quickest fix for this was to use a body double who was named Melissa. And Melissa would just basically show up for Avril at like red carpet events, like in Anything that had publicity or like, I don't want to say fundraisers, but you know, just things to get her name out there that Avril was like, "Mm, too much, this too much. So... So did she like fame too much or did she not like it at all? Like, was she like, this isn't for me, I want to stay home? Or was she like, yeah, getting real big? Yeah, no, I think she was like, this is too much. Like, I don't like this. Like, social anxiety times (laughs) four. She wanted to stay home, feed the baby. She's all alone. I'm not going to keep saying lyrics, but. It's okay. We get to that. Give me two more. We get to that. Don't worry. Don't worry. (laughs) Oh, oh, we get to that? Okay. I mean, not those lyrics in particular, but we get to it. Okay. Because of this, like, sudden change of like appearance and just vibe people actually believe that avril lavigne um maybe have died and the record company was like oh well we can't let her legacy die like we can't just let people think she died so they made melissa go in full time they were like all right melissa you're avril now there is no more melissa so Mm -hmm. i was like okay i get it but again i don't get it so i was like where's the proof what's the tea long story short (laughs) There is no hardcore proof to this whatsoever, but <laughs> okay. some common differences that people have seen that kind of back up this theory that Avril is no longer Avril, she is actually Melissa, is that like 
Levine, when she would go to red carpet events prior to this cloning or whatever, she always wore things like, you know, distressed pants, ripped shirts, you know, this kind of. Girl looks like she fell in glue and then fell in a hot topic. Yes, that is exactly what it is. Very edgy, very grunt. You see that. And then, whoop, fast forward, and Melissa goes on the red carpet as Avril. And Melissa prefers to wear skirts, dresses, floral prints, you know, lighter colors. Hmm. Very, I don't want to use the stereotypical word girly, but, you know, very feminine. Way different than the edgy punk rock vibe that Avril Lavigne did give off prior. I have a theory. Okay, say it. Go off. Their bodies, maybe their bodies are very different, like, in the parts. Like, maybe, like, the ripped jeans, like, accentuate, like, I don't know, like... Kneecaps. Avril A is, like... Hips or kneecaps, yeah, and then the dresses would, like, cover, like, the wider thighs mm-hmm. or, like, maybe, like, birthmarks or something. That, that's a good point because the next thing I have written down is kind of similar to that, actually. Okay. I, I said pre-2003, Levine had significant, which 2003 is when Melissa supposedly showed up. So pre-2003 or pre-Melissa, Levine had significant physical differences from Melissa, which included specific arm moles slash freckles not being in the same place, which... I will upload that side-by-side on Instagram as well. Um, Yes. A facial mole that can be seen above Avril Lavigne's eyebrow, but not seen on Melissa. I also have that in 2002, Avril Lavigne was reportedly 5'2", but now she is reportedly 5' even. Okay. I mean... An anti-growth Correct. So that's like, ooh, I don't know about all that. She's only 5 feet tall. Apparently so. I didn't get a date on this next bullet, but I thought it was interesting, so I threw it in here. Um, Levine was actually seen in a publicity shot with the name Melissa written on her hand. I thought that was interesting. Okay, but like, why? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I couldn't, no one knew why. It was just, it was there. Because if I'm like pretending to be someone, like pretend like I was pretending to be you Mm -hmm. and I went somewhere, I went right Kel on my hand, (laughs) you know? I mean, yeah, you're right. I don't know. It was just all so bizarre that I was like, yeah, that's so weird. So I was like, okay, whatever. So apparently... Um, as Melissa began taking over this role of Avril full time, um, a lot of fans actually believed that through some of the songs, Melissa was actually trying to tell the public about the switch um, between her and oh Avril. God. So I threw in just two bullets because I didn't want to get carried away. But um, so I did one for the song Slipped Away and I put the quotes um the day you slipped away was the day I found it won't be the same. So some people think that might be like a little um, a little hint to what's going on. And then I thought this was a good one as well. So um, in the song Nobody's Home, she says, Well, I couldn't tell you why she felt that way. She felt it every day and I couldn't help her. I just watched her make the same mistakes again. So then that opens up another theory. Did they clone her, quote unquote, clone her and replace her because she wasn't living up to the expectations, say, you know, her managers or whoever wanted. Like, she she yeah. seemed to be like a rebel child, so maybe they were like, you need to act this way, and she's like, uh, no. Yeah, maybe she, like, just wanted to, like, sit home and read the Bible. Or, I mean, unlikely, but... Probably not. <laughs> but, but, yeah, exactly, like... That kind of, like, sounds like she, like, killed herself or something, though, like, like it was getting too much, and, right. like, they're like, we can't do anything about it. Anyway, Melissa. No, Melissa, get out there. Get out there and do a twirl. Distract yeah. them a little bit. Melissa, you're up. That's wild. As big as a name Avril Lavigne was, like, there wasn't a whole lot on her and Melissa. But I just wanted to use that as a segue to just 
show that celebrities, I mean, a lot of celebrities have had like this kind of conspiracy theory. Like another one, which I didn't have a whole list out for this one, but um, I'm going to throw it in there because it's one of my favorites anyway. Oh. Is this the one I'm thinking? It's the one you're probably thinking is the one I wrote about. Oh my God, I'm so Okay, excited. so the middle one is just really quick. Like, I think it's one everyone knows. And it's the conspiracy that there are doubles for people like Beyonce because of the Illuminati. What? Oh my God, you don't know about that? No. Oh my. Kel. Girl. Okay. Well, long story short. Why did the, <laughs> why does the Illuminati need a Beyonce? Oh my God. So long story short, because I mean, if y'all are interested, let us know and I'll do a whole segment on it but long story short Beyonce basically sold her soul to the devil like anyone else in the Illuminati for fame and she has like a double that is go- that goes out to distract the crowds and the public from the fact that the Illuminati exists so another good example of this is I don't even really know how to explain it without going too in depth about it but she has a stage name for herself so Beyonce says when she gets on stage, she goes by Sasha Fierce. And some believe that is the name or persona she takes on to welcome the entity that comes with the Illuminati. So they say this happens. Like the devil? Kind of, yeah. Like they said this happens with Justin Bieber too. Like he sold his soul to the Illuminati. He sold his soul to something. For real. So you can see it in a video of her and of Justin Bieber for a split second, their eyes change. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Like... Do they turn into, like, black-eyed kids? They don't turn into black-eyed kids, but they almost look like cat eyes or snake eyes. I'm home alone. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'll have to send you the video, but I thought it was wild. Oh, my God. So, like, hey, that might make sense why she had, like, twins. Maybe it was, like, a good twin and a bad twin, and, like, she doesn't know which is which. I'm extrapolating. I mean, maybe a little, but, like, it's a stretch, but I like it. (laughs) I like a lot. (laughs) But, yeah, like, so people like her, and apparently I didn't really go into it, um, when I was researching, but apparently there was a conspiracy along the same lines for Paul McCartney as well. You said, like, if anyone wants you to go in depth about this, I do. <laughs> She's, Kayla's like, me, please. Yeah, <laughs> schedule that. We can make that episode, I don't know, 100. All that to say, literally all of that quote unquote middle section for me to, you know, segue into the one that I personally just find not only sad, but interesting and super uh intriguing and that is of the you can't you can't tell how much i'm smiling right now (laughs) i'm gonna be so sad if this isn't even the one you're talking of or you're thinking of okay but i bet it is okay so it's basically the next one i want to talk about is the hashtag free britney movement is that the one you were thinking of yeah i think so oh my god if not we'll buckle up buttercup because we're about to get into it yeah Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Free Britney. Um, Britney Spears has kind of been in the spotlight lately, uh, because TikTok and Instagram has been throwing off some seriously spooky, ooky, weird vibes when it comes to Britney Spears. Um, there's a lot of chatter about, you know, how she's acting erratic and she's just not all there mentally. Basically, TikTok and Instagram investigators, like literal just people on TikTok and Instagram have taken it upon themselves to basically become these investigators um, that began the Free Britney movement after um, there were some, like, what some people deemed disturbing photos and videos um, emerging on... And we're not talking about bald Britney. No, we're not talking about bald Britney. No, this is 2020 Britney. So 2020 Britney has been freaking some people out. Um, if, it, if it even is Britney, that's the whole point. Ah! 
Um, I, I put on this bullet background info on my girl Brit Brit, so let's hop into it. <laughs> so basically, her father, James Spears, is her caretaker and lawyer and has had control of all of her assets and money as a part of a court-ordered conservatorship. Um, and this has been going on for, oh my gosh, decades, like ever since she got her rise to fame, pretty much. Wait, why does a 35-year-old woman need a caretaker? That is what everyone else is asking. And okay. I think it's because, quote unquote, Spears has a history of mental health issues at AKA Bald Britney breakdown. I mean, I get it. Me every day. The triple B. Correct. So since she has this history of mental health issues, um, it resulted in a financial asset, basically hold, being put under her father's control after she was hospitalized for psychiatric evaluation, which is just insane. Not the fact that she needed psychiatric help, the fact that that created an entire hold on her financial assets. That's what's insane to me. Yeah, because she had some assets. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, she was balling. Not on a budget either. She was just balling. Yeah, she was just balling. Correct. So, um, a lot of people, what really struck people as odd or just not normal um, was her Instagram posting style. That is what kind of caught people's eye to begin with. So, over the past few months to a year, Britney Spears Spears's Instagram has started to slowly change. So, for example, Spears used to post different types of photos and her captions were typically pretty concise and only consisted around one to two emojis. Um, and she would post pictures of like her kids or whatever. And now she posts long, long paragraphs for captions, including like super random words, some words in all caps. Some in lowercase. I mean, it's just off the wall. And then an excessive amount of emojis. Like, you give... A it's it's like Zodiac Killer trying to, like, communicate. But, right. like, on Instagram. That is what yeah. some people think. They're like, maybe we can decipher her captions. You know, like, maybe the all caps or the words we're trying to... You know, it's just all kinds of craziness. Yeah. So, I was like... You can make, like, grids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I was like, okay, yeah, that's definitely weird. And she also... Oh, yeah. So, it says she'll use excessive amount of emojis. Like, if you gave an iPhone to like an eight-year-old and you just let them play with emojis. That's kind of what it looks like. Um, and she has also been posting photos from the same day slash photo shoot over the span of multiple days. Like say I go outside and I'm feeling myself and I'm looking cute in like a red dress and I take like 30 pictures that day. I use the same pictures from that shoot for the next two weeks. Hold up though. Is that not normal? No, that's not normal. Okay, nobody follow me on Instagram. <laughs> no. Okay, okay, let me rephrase that then. Let me rephrase that. She posts the same photos from the same shoot all in the same type of position. Okay, I space it out. Like, if I have, like, a dress on and I'm really feeling, I'll, like, post one. And then, like, a few, like, months later, I'll post another. Okay, no, no, you no, know. no, 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 no. I space talking, it. I'm talking, it's, like, yeah. she posts a picture of, like, her in a yellow shirt holding a bouquet of flowers tilted with her arm like facing the camera and then two days later she posts the same exact photo okay okay so it's like maybe like the subtle differences are like pointing to something for us to decipher that's what some people think like i don't know it's weird it's just so much it's my brain this is why i could not be a zodiac killer investigator because my brain would literally explode um we'll get to it off record off off podcast i can't wait okay <laughs> so along with those weird like photo shoot 
random consecutive postings, whatever. Um, she also posts very unusual dancing videos, which, you know, there are some people that are like, oh, it's just her being creative. It's a creative outlet. You know, this woman, I get it. She has always been dancing choreographed dances. I get it. What is that um type of dance? Interpretive, I guess. Um, is always a good creative oh, outlet. But these are just weird and like in one video, I think she was dancing to Rihanna, actually, and she will throw up, like, these super distinct hand signals, like, point them to the camera and bring them back as if, you know, she's incorporating it into her dance. And some people think those are, like, sig hidden signals that represent something like help or domestic violence or whatever. I'll post that on Instagram, oh too, because I, I was trying to look it up. I was like, what does this hand signal mean? I don't get it. Because it was so, for, it just stood out that much. Yeah, but like, I was trying to figure it out too, but it's like, where does it start? Where does it end? Is it everything she's putting out? Like, right. at least when you're trying to figure out like Zodiac Killer and like other murders and stuff, you know, like this note has this, the clue in it. But like with Britney, it's like, how how far do I go back? Like, right. is everything you post, is it like on your TikTok slash Instagram or only on your Instagram, right. you know? Yeah, exactly. There's just, there's so much to unpack. Like it's all over the place, truly. Um, so obviously these were very worrisome to her fans and followers because she was also posting this type of, um, stuff on TikTok as well. And the way the camera was angled, it just, it was not a normal angle. Like it was like someone was looking down on her. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. the camera, they're shooting it from above. It's weird. Um, so a lot of these fans and followers of hers were super worried and they started commenting things both on her TikTok and her Instagram saying like, Wear yellow in your next video if you need help or incorporate fruit or incorporate flowers in your next post if you need help. And sometimes Brittany would actually wear yellow or put flowers on her shirt or hold flowers or put fruit emojis in the caption. And, you know, some people were like, oh, this is the sign. This is the sign. This is what, you know, she says she needs help. But then again, people are like, it could just genuinely be a coincidence. Like... Because if you think about it, if her dad is that controlling, and supposedly, I'm about to get to it, but as, if her soon-to-be husband is that controlling, do you really think she has control of her own social media? Exactly. So that's why I'm like, if it's believed that they're this controlling, then there is no way she controls her own social media. So honestly, that means that her dad and her soon-to-be husband are probably reading and monitoring all these comments. And a lot of people actually believe that her soon-to-be husband and her dad are the ones posting these long, random captions and these recycled photos. So, Oh, just to like throw people off, maybe? Probably, yeah. I would believe it just to kind of get people distracted and all this kind of stuff. Could be her managers, too. Like, she's back in the limelight now. Like, that, how else are you going to get like a right. washed-up pop are. Exactly. No, I back all over the place. You know what they say? Bad publicity is still publicity. So exactly. I mean, I like we're know. talking about her, right? Exactly on our podcast. So I mean, <laughs> obviously she's relevant somehow now with a million listeners. Whoop, whoop. Speak it into existence, girl. Speak it. I will. I'll manifest. <laughs> so I said that um her soon to be husband who is named Sam Ascari. I'm gonna assume that's how you pronounce it. Ascari. A S G H A R I. Asgari. Escargo. Yes, that's exactly right. So Sam Escargo can be seen in some <laughs> videos, actually. I saw this one on TikTok. Um, you can see him actually leaning into her ear and whispering, kiss me, 
before Brittany turns to kiss him for a photo op. Oh my God. So he's very controlling, very do what I say. Like, we're you're going to make me look good. You're going to make this relationship look good. That kind of vibe, you know? Leading up to that, you could tell in the video that she was super uncomfortable being there. Like, you could see on her yeah. face she did not want to be there. And he was basically like, you know, you better smile. You better kiss me. You better look like you're having fun. Oh, my gosh. I don't like that at all. And, oh, it's also clear if you, like, watch a lot of these videos back to back, um, whether it's on TikTok or on Instagram, that when the video is recording, Brittany is constantly looking around. Like, she's either looking behind the camera or she's looking off to the side as if she's, like, searching for a cue of, like, She's, like, scared almost. Yeah, it's like she's being groomed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, she's looking for the cute, what do I say next? What do I not say? What is saying too much? That kind of stuff. So I feel like this next bullet is kind of a stretch. I don't believe it. But some people think, similar to Avril, some people believe Brittany may have actually been killed or died and was replaced with a doppelganger, um, just because, which I do think it's kind of weird, but there are some kind of differences between Brittany a year or two years ago to now, because if you look at her recent pictures, she now has a gap between her front teeth that wasn't there before, her voice is more high-pitched, and her just mannerisms are off. Like, she looks very out of place, very uncomfortable, all kinds of stuff, which could just be, you know, an effect of being basically caged inside of this house with these controlling people. But the gap between her front teeth and her voice are just kind of two things that were, you know, weird in the thing. Because of this, you know, worried fans kept doing what they were doing. They began blowing up Britney's socials, um, demanding in the comments, Britney needs to go live. If Britney is okay, put her on Instagram live to address the conspiracies. We want to at least see that she is alive and well, that she can function. I don't have you. Has she not been live? So she she eventually went on live, um, and basically just was like, "I'm fine, you know, it's okay." But apparently, it was still really weird. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but people still said it kind of felt off. So I'm not sure about that, but have you seen Black Mirror? I've only seen like two episodes. Oh, dang it. Because there's one episode in Black Mirror where um, basically the superstar is played by Miley Cyrus. Have you seen that one? No. Okay. Well, she's played by Miley Cyrus and they basically drug her and put her in a coma. Yeah. Yeah. And then have someone basically take over. So some people were wondering, like, do they just have her drugged somewhere? Like, is she okay? (laughs) Again, what's going on? I feel like they kept her drugged to, like, listen to them. Like, they've kept her, like, dumb and drugged, like, like half-roofied all the time to, like, do what they say and, like, to be this brand that she has to be to make money for everyone else who's profiting from her. Right. No, I agree. I completely agree. Um, And then, actually, because of how often this kept happening, how, I mean, other celebrities like Paris Hilton were commenting, free Britney, I hope you're okay, We're going to get this figured out. I think even people like Ruby Rose started getting into it saying, I'm going to make sure. My love of my life. (laughs) Uh, I need to actually finish Orange is the New Black. I kind of slacked on the last couple seasons. But um, the dad eventually spoke out. Um, James Spears addressed it in the media and to um, officials saying, it's nothing more than a conspiracy. Like, this is stupid. Y'all need to just cut your losses. The celebrities that are speaking out don't know what they're talking about. They're just making a mountain out of a molehill, pretty much. Why would Britney say that? Right. So, what I thought was interesting, because I did some digging um, to see if it's 
what's going on in September of 2020. So this is kind of where I'm concluding everything because um, after this, we don't really do anything other than wait. But as of September 2020, Brittany spoke out and said, "I well, actually, I wrote all this down. I said, as of September 2020, what the hell am I saying, girl? As of September 2020, Brittany officially backed the Free Brittany movement by filing court documents against her caretakers. Yes. I love it. And then I mean, something was up. Right. And so then I even got a quote from one of the court documents. Okay. Read. read okay. Read. It says, the court documents regarding the Free Britney movement stated, far from being a conspiracy theory or a joke, as James Spears reportedly told the media, in large part, this scrutiny is a reasonable and even predictable result of James' aggressive use of the sealing procedure over the years to minimize the amount of meaningful information made available to the public. Boom. So basically, they're saying James is manipulative. He's disgusting. He's over-controlling. And of course, this was going to happen at some point. And Brittany's about to turn oh the F up. I wonder like how far back it goes. Like, Do you think when she lost her mind in 2008, like, do you think that was related? I mean, Or do you think I she was just going through is, her own thing? I think... Genuinely, if her dad is as crazy as he sounds, I think this probably started when she was like little, like, and she started, you know, starting to sing and crawling her way into I the guess, limelight. Like, Any- how do you become a pop star without like having someone crazy, just like advocating, advocating, advocating? Right. I think as soon as she started bringing in the money, he was like, "Oh, you're too young. I need to be all over your money. I need to be all over your assets. I need to be basically your manager." That's so creepy. I hate it. So, I mean. I think that's very interesting. And then it's kind of funny that a lot of people were saying the Free Britney movement was being diluted pretty much because there were other conspiracies going around. Like, I'm not sure if you saw it on TikTok, but like the Free Howie. Have you seen that one? Is that Howie Mandel? Yeah. I've seen like a TikTok, but I didn't pay attention. So supposedly the same thing's going on. Well, supposedly Howie Mandel is being held against his will and he can't get out of his supposed celebrity contract or something of some sort. He's basically being... "Quote unquote held hostage somehow, some way, and he is trying to communicate via TikToks supposedly. Um, and they have started a, a free Howie movement. But um, a lot of people, you know, are wondering if celebrities, not just Howie, but if other people are starting to create the same illusion that they need help, this is going to eventually dilute and discredit anything the Free Britney movement stood for. So Yeah, that makes sense. It, it was a wild ride. Because I'm sure if, like, if some like sleazy celebrity sees that it's working, maybe it'll be like, free me too, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I thought that was interesting. I was actually very surprised to hear she actually filed court documents against um her dad. So I, I'm super happy for her. Hashtag free Britney. Leave Britney alone. Like, throw it all the way Can back. Can we, like, make that hashtag trend again? Hashtag oh. leave Britney alone. Hashtag leave Britney alone. Oh my God, I love it. Okay, yes, we're making it come back. Oh, man. I was excited, but I was like, I don't know a lot about celebrities, but that was that was wild. I, I, I just, it. I feel like it, I wonder how many people are actually, like, going through something like Britney, but haven't gotten the publicity or haven't been noticed yet like that's kind of sad to think about just like the conspiracy I know. um god i'm just going on about conspiracy see i need to get out of celebrity conspiracy tiktok because i was all up in this. i love it though um and then the whole conspiracy about um justin bieber and the yummy song that song's about it's about pizzagate know. it's about what pizzagate 
I thought it was about um PG-18 activities. What the hell is PG-18? X-rated. Girl, I heard that it was about Pizzagate, which is basically about the celebrity sex uh, child trafficking ring. What? Girl, I had pictures of, like, babies and hashtagging yummy under it to supposedly some people think to bring awareness to the fact that um, in Hollywood they are sex trafficking children for fame. So basically he said he was part of Pizzagate and that he was trafficked around and sexually assaulted um, so that he could, you know, basically make money and be a star. What the heck? Yeah. The thing yummy about a baby is their little toes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. You're not wrong though at all. Bite them. I want to bite them. I love babies. Oh my God, I got a problem. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you do if you want a black-eyed kid, so... I want anything that's small. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Exactly. I don't know, I got, like... I thought it would, like, help me a little bit to hold that eight-day-old baby the other day, but no. It just made things worse. (laughs) It just made things worse. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I can only... I can honestly say... That even though um, we're going to have to do an entire another segment on uh, the Illuminati and shapeshifters and Pizzagate, I can't wait to listen to your story because just from what you were texting me, I'm hyped oh about it. Oh my god, girl. Okay, yeah. All those things that you want to hear more from her, they're coming, I promise, because we're going to have to talk about this some more. But I'm so excited for my story. Get into it. Come on. I'm excited. Okay. Okay. I was like reciting it in my head at work all day i have like the the opener okay okay so before i say what it is just imagine this okay okay on a cold night in april 400 miles from the coast of newfoundland a ship is said to be unsinkable and the greatest feat of mankind it hits an iceberg on its starboard side Due to an insufficient amount of lifeboats a ship with a capacity of about 3,000 but about 2,000 on board sinks and thousands of people go to their deaths, including some of the most important people in the world. And that ship was called the Titan. I know what you're thinking. Don't you mean the Titanic? Well, I do not. That? I just, I don't believe it. Like, I believe it, but I don't believe it because I think I saw somewhere there was even, God, my friend was texting me about it. I think there was even another ship similar to it. Well, as this well. was a fictional story. The Titan. Oh. It was called. It was called the Wreck of the Titan, and it was also called Futility. I don't know if it was like a subtitle, but it was Wreck of the Titan slash Futility by Morgan Robertson, and it was published 14 years before the Titanic sank, and 11 years before it was even a thing. 11 years before the Titanic even like came into existence, and the heads of people are going to build it. Oh my god! This is so, like that damn book that just came about not really came about but resurfaced this year about the coronavirus yes or that simpsons episode where like they're packaging um technology or something in china and like someone like coughs into the box and then everyone in america gets sick oh my gosh psychics truly. i know it's wild okay this but guy, then, like, but then i about- think is it psychics or did someone read this book before the titanic was a thing it was like ha, i'm gonna sink this thing we'll get to it okay 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 we'll get to that exact statement okay perfect we're gonna sink that thing okay. that's gonna be the statement yes also okay. like tiny disclaimer like i know it was a tragedy that killed thousands of people and like by all accounts like that's all it was like it hit an iceberg it sank like these uh i think it said like two thousand people like died um, I'm not going to cover things like 9-11 or like Martin Luther King, but I feel like this is like just on the line that we can like have fun with it. Everyone who would have been alive 
wouldn't be alive anymore due to old well, age. So I'm gonna be honest about it. The whole Martin Luther King and 9/11 thing that is oh. I mean, it's very controversial. I feel like you cannot sit here and tell me the Titanic is controversial. Yeah. So, like, that's where the, the line is. I'm not going to cover those things, but these two or this, uh, the Titanic, just, just get ready. We're going to cover it. <laughs> if you get offended by the Titanic, please write in and tell us why, because I have genuinely never heard of such, and I would love to be enlightened on what is offending about it. Please write to Philip. <laughs> At Philip and give him all your complaints because he will handle it. Yes. Perfect. Yes. That's our husband. Yes. Okay, so here's, like, a general storyline of, like, what the Titanic was and just how it was built. Just, you know, if you don't know what the Titanic is, you got problems, but here we go. Also, can I <laughs> say one okay? thing? Are you okay? Also, can we say one thing and don't get mad at me? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so the first thing I did in this research is I was like, I should finally watch the Titanic since I've never <gasps> seen it. Are you kidding? And I watched about, like, an hour of it. And then I was like, why is this thing so long? So I oh watched about an hour of the Titanic. It, it's literally one of the better, I mean, better movies I've ever seen. I will literally, if I'm just bored, if I'm not watching Coraline, I'm watching something like Burlesque or the Titanic. Like, Burlesque there is, is no in-between. Okay, oh but the God. Titanic, a little, like, PG-18 sentence I'm going to say about the Titanic. Why is the director so into boobs? Like... The storyline revolves you know, around, like, a famous drawing of boobs. And then every scene, like, it's either a drawing of boobs or a picture of boobs or someone whose boobs are, like, real tight in a shirt. Like, don't you have other things know. to write about? He would it's think. like, even, like, when they're, when they're looking at, like, the Picasso art, it's literally boobs. And I'm like, like this is a bigger yeah. story than boobs, sir. I mean, the only thing that should be revolving around boobs is burlesque. And, I mean, trust me, it does. And my girl Cher is just cinematic art she's great have you seen the mamma mia remake with chair no but i need to oh my god i was going to see share in concert i was going my dad got me tickets to see share in concert but it got canceled no i saw paris hilton in concert last year oh my gosh corona what are you doing i was supposed to see share and jam out to her music no Okay, this she'll still tragic. be around next year. Cross our fingers. Cross our fingers because it was her Here We Go Again tour from the Mamma Mia. No! Okay, I love that soundtrack so much. Like, I listen to it all the time. Literally. Okay, this tragedy so storyline. Okay, back back to what matters <laughs> that's not share the Titanic. Okay. <laughs> okay, same thing. Yeah, basically. They're both okay. old. <laughs> so, the White Star Line company designed three boats. The Olympic, the Titanic, and the Britannic. These boats are supposed to be the biggest, most luxurious, fanciest boats on the ocean, and they were supposed to serve, like, the the elite. Mm -hmm. The Titanic and the Olympic were the sister ships that were built side by side next to each other and at the same rate in 1909. These ships were supposed to be super cool, unsinkable. Um, Every single class was fancy, but first class was amazing. They had these parlor rooms. They had the fanciest china, like... The pictures of it were beautiful, like every, like ballrooms, grand staircases, all that kind of stuff. Second class was just like first class, but it was a little bit smaller, slightly less fancy stuff. And third class, even though it is third class and it's downstairs, is still really nice. Like, think about going to, like, a nice hotel. Right. Um, But it's on the ocean. Like, it's, like, not, like, if you go to a nice hotel, it's not, like, a resort in Bali, but it's still a nice hotel. Right. So every single level on the ship was built to be perfection and beautiful. Uh, June 1911, the Olympic began sailing and was deemed seaworthy. April 1912, so what is that, nine months mm-hmm. after the Olympic? Um, some cosmetic modifications were done on the Titanic, but then it was 
uh, deemed seaworthy. And uh, boy, fun fact. Fun fact, cruises nowadays, like, you know, when you just click accept when you sign up to go on a cruise, there is a clause in every single one that says this vessel is not deemed seaworthy. Shut up. No way. No, I'm serious. Like, every single cruise line. Oh, my gosh. You know how many cruises I've been on? What a scam. But I love it anyway. I'll still risk my life. It's fine. big companies. I know. Those big companies, like, I can only think of one, Carnival. Like, there's a million companies, though. Literally, if you like look up your like like passenger agreement, it says this vessel has not been deemed seaworthy. Oh my gosh! So, Do you think Disney Cruise Line is doing us dirty? I don't know. I'd look it up, but probably <gasps> Disney. They sink, I mean, I'm just making that up, but I know oh, that like, they don't they, have to say that they're seaworthy, right? But like, if they do sink, I guess that's so that they're not. I don't know. I guess it's you accepting I the guess. fact that it sinks that you can't sue. I guess I don't know. I mean, they're seaworthy enough. Uh, they float, so I guess it's okay. Yeah. Oh it's my fine. gosh. Also, can I just add that to this day, I refuse to understand or even try to understand how ships that large can float on water and how planes can fly in the air. I have no idea. I don't get like, it. I, have no I idea. don't like it. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> when I was on a cruise when I was 13, I lied and said I was 12 so I could be in the kids' club, and they took us all into like the. <laughs> the driver's section, like where we got to watch, um, like how they steered and stuff. And I'm like, uh-huh. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like I raised my hand. I was like, I don't understand how we float. Like I know water displacement, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, next question. I'm like, you don't know either. Do you? Yeah, exactly. No one knows it's magic. Just say that. And let's move on. Like I understand how planes fly, but I do not understand how planes fly. Right. Okay. Yeah. You get me. You get me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like intellectually, I know like actually who knows? Nobody knows. It just does doesn't make sense. Nothing that heavy should float or fly. Exactly. Like exactly. if a plane can fly, okay. if a bird can fly, why can't I fly? Exactly. Ugh, I don't why, like it. It doesn't make any sense. Like density, densities are made up. I don't get it. All right. Whatever, Titanic. <laughs> okay. On April 10th, 1912, the Titanic set off on their maiden voyage, captained by Captain Edward John Smith, who was known as the Millionaire's Captain because he was so popular among, like, the rich people. He was a really good captain. He was really well-liked. There were so many rich and important people on board because everybody wanted in. This was, like, the it ship. Like, this was the Mm -hmm. big deal. Um, Some of the richest, most influential people in the world were on this ship. Interesting. So after everyone loaded the boat and they were pulling away from port, uh, pretend it's the movie and everyone's waving as they leave. Bon um, voyage. The Titanic. Bye. Bon voyage. Yeah. The Titanic almost hits another boat in the port. Oh. <laughs> and they just kind of keep on going. Um, the boat's fine, but it kind of shows like what's going on. Like, why was that such a close call? Right. Um, and then they went off. The ship sailed smoothly for four days until April 14th. They were given ice warnings. And the radio operator, Jack Phillips, kind of ignored it, and he just left. Casual. <laughs> Not a big deal. I know. <laughs> they heard there was iceberg warnings, and they let it be. Yeah. Um, 30 it's seconds in God's hands after- now. Exactly. It's in God's hands. 30 s- or Poseidon's hands. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. That's probably a better term. It's in Poseidon's hands yeah. now. God of the sea. Yeah. Poseidon got him. Um, 30 seconds after, the lookouts from the crow's nest announced iceberg right ahead. Captain Smith turned a hard right to try to avoid it, but there it was too close, and he hit the iceberg. 
And he knew right then that the impact would sink the ship because he knew how it hit and he knew that the ship wasn't going to survive. Oh, my God. Could you imagine the feeling of that yeah. captain? I would have been like, oh, my God. My, he I would also, literally have thrown up. He also realized immediately that if he had hit it head on, he wouldn't have cut the boat that way and the ship would have survived. Oh, my God. Uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, and also, for some reason, there was binoculars that were locked up, and none of the crew knew how to get the binoculars, <laughs> which I don't really understand why, but so the people on the crow's nest couldn't see. Okay, well, if Kel was there, the she would have had the binoculars ready to roll. We got these really cool binoculars, and so yeah, I do have binoculars in every room of my house, but I just got a new pair, and they're so good. You can see what people are doing on their phones. Nuh-uh. Yeah, huh? Like, you can't see, like words but you can see like oh they're on the internet oh they're on tiktok they're texting it's so crazy that is crazy oh my gosh okay so if you texted me yesterday and i ignored you that's what i was doing (laughs) got it noted (laughs) exactly so phillips radioed two ships for help the californian which um was another ship that was really close and could have come help them out but the radio operator on the californian had already gone to bed and didn't hear the the calls do they not and, do and, shifts? And I, that's what I was saying. Like, why was nobody on call? And, like, do you ever, like, fall asleep early and wake up to, like, a call from your mom and you're like, oh, dang, what did I miss? Like, yeah. Imagine. Oh, my God. I would hate to be that guy. <laughs> imagine. Yeah. Oh, man. The other ship was an, un, an unidentified ship, but they didn't hear the calls either. Great. Um, at the beginning, lifeboats were sent well below capacity because they didn't believe the ship was actually sinking, and they were worried that, like, by filling up the lifeboats, they'd cause a panic. There was also a lifeboat drill that happened early that mor- that was supposed to happen early that morning, but had been canceled by Captain John Smith, and they don't really know why that was canceled. They don't know if it was, like, chicken and the egg, like, um, they canceled the lifeboats, so they didn't know how to use the lifeboats, or if they were expecting them to sink, and they were like, whatever, we don't need the lifeboats. Oh, Lord. Whoa. Okay. We don't know what that was. Also, um, this is where ladies first came up is they started saying women and children first, which I want to get your opinion on. What if uh, you were with your family and it was women first? Oh, well, (sighs) would hate to be you because my ass is getting on a lifeboat. Uh, I hate to see see you. Literally got a blast. (laughs) Sorry about it. I would like, oh, wait, I I have a girlfriend. We're fine. I literally am the only child. So, oh yeah, and, true. You got to carry and, on your family name. I, well, thank you, thank you. So, Philip, I mean, I trust that he would hop on the next one available. But like, it Just is throw what a it wig is. on him. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I wonder if you could use the well. If I was a female and I didn't or like a lower cat, a lower class. Well, listen, if I was a <laughs> lower class female on that ship and I didn't think they would let me on the boat because, you know, I'm not really uppity or rich. I would just use the ex- excuse. I'm pregnant, sir. I'm pregnant because I'm barren life. So women and children, yeah. I have a child. Let me get on that. My boat. friend did that on an airplane. She was really hungover and she threw up before they took off. And like the person looked at her funny and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm pregnant. So they moved her up oh. to first class. Hey, scammers never die. I love that though. Exactly. She's like, I kind of felt bad, but not bad enough not to do it. <laughs> exactly. That's first class, honey. Um, Sorry about yeah, it. I'll do it. Oh my gosh. 
Where were we? Okay. At two o'clock in the morning, the boat was completely vertical after water had filled all the hull, all the sections of the hull in the front. So the front was pulled down and the butt of the boat was up. At 2.18, all the electricity failed in the boat. At 2.19, the boat broke in half. Ooh. At 2.20, uh, the boat was completely sunk. It was underwater. It fell about 30 miles per hour before it hit the ground, and both pieces were scattered completely far apart. The bow, so the front part, fell pretty straight down, like if you were to dive down. And mm-hmm. then the stern, so the back part, spun a lot because of, like, water resistance. Like, um, do you know helicopter, like those helicopter plants that when you drop, they spin? Yeah. Yeah. It was like that, and then it, like, s- spread all this debris around in circles around it. So, like, the mm. bottom of the ocean was covered in stuff. Dang, man. Okay, real question. Um, if you're going down at 30 miles an hour, like you're holding on for the ride, would that kill you, like impact or no? Probably like pressure change would kill you if gotcha. you're underwater. Mm-hmm. Like okay. if you're being pulled, if you're still in the Titanic at this point, you did. Well, obviously, I got that. But I'm just like, if you're like Jack and Rose and you're hanging on that bad boy and you're just like on top of it and you're going straight down and you see the water coming at you and you're like, all right, this is what it is. I'm, we we're going to hit the water. Like, is there a certain oh, like speed if you, at which you hit the if water? You jump off? Kill you? Well, that, or if you're just like going down with the ship, like on top of it, watching it sink. Hmm. Well, like terminal velocity is nine point, what is it? 9.8, 9.2, 9. Oh, point something no meters per second. So that's the fastest anything can fall through air is nine point something meters per second. And you can survive that, but you can't survive like stopping very fast. Oh, right, right. But hmm. that's falling. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. If you change at more than, um, I think it's 35 miles per hour in under a second, your aorta comes off. <gasps> uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't teach me that in Grey's Anatomy. I, I don't know if that's like the right numbers, but I know there's like a speed that you're going that if you slow down in less than one second, like your insides just forget how to be attached. Jinkies. Okay, well. That always freaks me out so is- much. They told me that. In driver's ed, and now whenever I have to go like thirty six well, miles an hour, I, like that they're crying. Yeah, that is true because I I did hear that like it's not the crash that you know kills you or the speed; it's the rate at which you stop. So yeah, because your organs are still moving and you're not. All right. Yeah. Ooh, I don't like that. Next. All right. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have some quotes from people who survived the crash, um, just to show how creepy it was. There was Benjamin Guggenheim, who, um, actually he didn't survive. This was a quote relayed. He entered the first class smoking room, lit a cigarette, wore a flower in his buttonhole and said, we've dressed our best and prepared to go down like gentlemen. Oh, um, that's kind of depressing, but I guess I know. I'd be like, get out of my way. I'm getting out of the boat. I'd be like, all right, more room in the lifeboat for me. Hold on tight. Right, exactly. Um, the band said, it's been a pleasure pr- playing with you tonight. And then they pl- they played their guitars, or not guitars, they played whatever instruments they were playing until the oh. water came up and got them. Yes, they did that in the movie. Oh, my heart. Did I they? Heart. Yes, they played their violins and cello, and they were like, it's been a pleasure playing with you. And then they yeah. continue as people boarded the lifeboats and they just were like, mm-hmm. we're going to die. Oh, that's exactly. so sad. I know. And then Charles Light Lightbuller, I can't say his last name, which is also a quote that I saw like repeated in the movie. It says, striking the water was like a thousand knives being driven into one's body. Ooh. Which is creepy. And like, 
I have been in water that's below th- below freezing. The water was about 28 degrees. I've been in water that was probably about 28 degrees when I lived in Wisconsin. We did this polar plunge and it like I was in there for maybe a second. Like I went underwater all the way for, yeah, probably half a second. And then I was so cold. I like couldn't put my clothes back on. Like I couldn't get my swimsuit off to like get dressed again. I was freezing. Oh, so man. like imagining swimming in it for a second i don't think i could like i don't think i could like support myself above the water and like well, imagine like know. getting submerged and then having to lay like say on a piece of debris in that freezing cold air now that you're soaking wet in freezing cold water no yeah you'd be dead well that's true i mean you're not wrong that's just i yeah. don't know i would just hope that if that was me i would just go numb and be like i sleep now i go sleep <laughs> good night <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's been real, guys. So there are a few theories that the sinking wasn't an accident, and there's actually a lot of a lot of reasons to back up some of the theories. So we're gonna start with the least likely theory. Okay. Um, and that's the curse of the mummy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So there was a passenger on board and a spiritual spiritualist named William Steed Stead S T E A D, and um, okay. he kind of made up. A campfire story about how there was a mummy on board and how there was a curse of the mummy and they were doomed from the start. And he just was telling all these other passengers this. So the survivors ended up telling some other people. And then in the 70s, it kind of blew up when that whole The Mummy franchise blew up. Um, oh, those but, are good movies. Yeah, they are. But this is a made up story. It was a campfire story. He said it to like scare people, which like good on him. I would totally do that same thing. Um. But there was no mummy on board, so there was no curse of the mummy on the ship. So that's my least likely theory that I have in here. Okay. But there's more. Ooh. Um, spill it, girl. Spill the tea. Yes. So here's my favorite theory, but also not, like, the most likely theory, and that is that the Olympic and the Titanic were swapped. So, like I said, they were built at the exact same time, like, side by side, and they were very similar. Something to back this up is that the photos and not the pamphlet, but like the photos when advertising the Titanic on the inside were photos of the Olympic, which isn't that far fetched because if you look up like carnival cruises, maybe the pictures right. you see are like a hodgepodge of boats just because that's what they have pictures of. Mm-hmm. But all the pictures from the inside of the Titanic were actually from the Olympic. And when you look at the Titanic being built, it has round windows. And when you look at, um, pictures of the Titanic when it takes off, when it sets sail, it has square windows. So you think maybe this isn't the same boat that was being built labeled as the Titanic when they were building it. Uh, it's probably hmm. the Olympic. Right. Um, and there are a few other like small, like cosmetic details inside that people were noticing. But why would they switch them? And it's for an insurance scam. So, um, when leaving port before the Titanic was seaworthy, the Olympic hit a, I think it was a tugboat or like a steamer boat, something, it hit another boat um, and it irreversibly damaged it. So the entire boat was kind of like at an angle. Like if you were standing on the deck, you might all slide to the right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not like, not like a lot, but enough that the boat was not usable. No one got hurt on either of the boats, but Mm -hmm. um, when they went to collect insurance on this boat, because the Olympic, this huge boat they just sunk all their money into, wasn't usable anymore. It was determined that the, t- the Olympic was at fault. And remember how the captain of both the Titanic and the Olympic was Captain Smith. And he almost hit a boat leaving port while driving the Titanic. So he's known for hot rodding it. <laughs> yeah. So simply put. The Olympic, <laughs> the Olympic was uh, irreversibly damaged. Uh, they had to pay for it. They didn't have the money to pay for it. They just sunk all their money into these three giant steamer boats. And what were they going to do about it? So if they switched them and intentionally sunk 
the Titanic, they would get the money back for it and be able to keep their business afloat. <laughs> afloat. No pun intended. Um, the fact that they're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. If we sink this, maybe kill a couple thousand people. We'll get to the Ooh. killing of people. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm waiting impatiently. Yes. Continue. Well, a teacher on board in his diary wrote about how the boat was perfectly nice, but at a tilt. Showing okay. that, like, yeah, so maybe, like, an average person wouldn't notice it, but someone who knows a little bit about, a little bit about boats might notice it. Mm-hmm. Um, they think that if they were planning on intentionally sinking this boat, it wouldn't have been from the iceberg, but from a fire that had been burning in the hull for 10 days before before the Titanic set sail. The fire was controlled and uncontrolled. Like, it was, it was like a huge fire that shouldn't have been there. Like, no fire should be anywhere, but it was controlled right. to not leave this one small room, but it was burning underneath. Did it just happen? Like, was it in a quote-unquote accident? Or, like, what was the point? Well, this fire was burning for 10 days before it set sail, and then... Up until the boat sank. So this fire was, like, burning. Like, I don't know why they didn't okay. start it later. It makes sense there would have been a fire on board because it was, like, you'd put coal into the, the thing. Right. I don't know how Keep boats it work. going, yeah. Yeah. So it makes sense there would be a fire, but it doesn't make sense that they just, like, keep it burning. Right. Like, well, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> for what? What's the reason? Yeah, like, you did this for what? So that was burning, and they think maybe they wanted to set the boat on fire, hit the iceberg wait for it to like start filling with water, set it on fire. And then the Californian, the boat that didn't hear them could have come and saved everybody. But since that didn't, didn't happen, um, everyone sank and, you know, people died instead, but the boat did sink and they completed their, you know, their goal. And it's not like we could ask the captain because he died, even though he, he tried to survive. He said every man for himself and he was found clinging to the side of a lifeboat before he died. Oh, that's sad. But honestly, the movie makes him seem way more hardcore because he literally in the movie is like, he just accepts his fate and goes into his little area and he says the captain goes down with his ship. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about the captain. Like, I don't. Like, I don't think he did. I don't think he killed everyone on purpose. I don't know how to feel about <laughs> him. I don't have enough information. Yeah. Oopsie. I mean, I like the captain in the movie. I'm not feeling real good about the one in real life, though. I don't think he's evil, but I don't know. Um, The last theory and the most, like, the biggest theory is that J.P. Morgan organized this to kill his enemies. And this could go with the Olympic Titanic being switched. Like, the Olympic could have been in place of the Titanic and... J.P. Morgan knew that and used the Olympic to sink his enemies. But either way, J.P. Morgan picked the boat that was going out for that voyage to kill his enemies. That doesn't make a lot of sense. But you know who J.P. Morgan is? He's like a rich guy. I mean, I've heard his name before, but I'm not really familiar with him. I don't know a lot about him, but he like pretty much like to this day, his family like controls like the banks. Like he controls okay, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah, yeah. money. So that's yeah. the same people. Okay, got it. Same family. Yeah, like, rich guy owns all the banks, basically. And on this boat, gotcha. there was some of the richest richest most affluent people there was the asters who had the most money in the world basically and all these people that were working to like work on banks like he was um jp morgan actually owned the white star line he bought it so he owned all three boats and he had the master suite that was built just for him and 11 hours before they were supposed to set sail he dipped he's like i'm out of here he said he was sick yeah he said he was sick and then he was out of there um and his best buddy Hershey, the one who made Hershey chocolate, also dipped out of there last second without much of an excuse. So it's like, if he had known this was going to sink, would he dip out? Um, Would he tell the captain, lifeboat drills aren't necessary? Um, So a lot of people point fingers at him. 
Yeah, it's not looking too good for you, JP. No. I mean, I'm glad Hershey didn't get on the boat because I love that chocolate. Okay, true. I think the theory I'm, like, biggest on is that the Olympic and the Titanic were switched and that they didn't mean to kill everybody, but the boat was meant to be sunk. Oh, 100%. I like that That's theory the best, too. I mean, I think it would be super cool if there was a mummy on board, but let's be real. <laughs> yeah, they said there actually wasn't. That's tragic. I mean, not really, because mummies are <laughs> weird, but I, that would I be touched cool. one. I touched a mummy. Where did you touch a mummy? In Egypt. Say, oh, my God. I was about to say, if you say you went to Egypt, I'm literally yeah. logging off of this podcast chat no. right now. I was in Giza, and, like, we, like, walked through, like, the um, smallest pyramid for a little bit, and then um, we went to, like, this mummy museum, and, like, there's just mummies, like, laid out, open air, just, like, sitting in these, like, stones. Like, mummies stone. that are, like, wrapped? Yeah, like, wrapped dead people, and, like, sometimes, like, the wrap was coming off of them and, like, all that kind of stuff. Like, it was gross. Like, there was just dead bodies preserved in, like, these, like, stone coffin things with nothing over them. And I was, like, I was, like, 13 years old. And I was, like, what? Like, and there was just, like, hundreds of them. And I'm, like, when's the next time I'm going to be able to touch a mummy? Never. So I poked it. Now you're probably I poked it a little toast. Yeah, probably. Oh, my gosh. You. I probably Sorry. shouldn't touch this mummy. Nah, I'll do it anyway. I was 13. <laughs> I did. I touched his big toe. And it felt, like, That's funny. Know, paper. I, it just felt, like, regular. Like, it felt what you thought it would feel like. He was all wrapped up. I picked the one that was most wrapped up, and I was like, is no one watching me? I touched the mummy. So you didn't want to touch an embalmed piece of flesh. Okay. Well, you missed out on I an did. opportunity there. You touched, touched the, the wrapped wrap. version. <laughs> yeah. I did not want to touch, like, the blackened, like, ugh. No. The blackened flesh. <laughs> no, oh. I did not. Like, salted. No. <laughs> Gross. I know. Oh, man. Dang. And that's last cool, theory, though. Last theory, just to circle back, um... It was a self-fulfilling prophecy. J.P. Morgan got the idea to sink the Titanic based on the book, The, the Titan. Oh. Um, so you that is one of the theories that someone, a.k.a. J.P., actually read the mm-hmm. book and was like, uh-huh. Exactly. Okay. That's why I was like, we'll get to it. Because it's like that he had the idea, he read it, and he's like, this could actually happen. Because there are some, like, pretty different... There's some differences in the book. And the guy who wrote it was literally like... My dad's calling me. <laughs> the guy who wrote it was literally like... um. I am not clairvoyant. I just know what I'm talking about, basically. And then in the book, there's there's only, like, I don't know. I forget how many survivors. In real life, there was over 700. In the book, there was, like, 10. Um, In the book, in the book, the guy... Yeah. In the book, the guy had, like, a love interest, and they jumped onto the iceberg, and then they, like, fought a polar bear to death. I don't know. It's a weird story. Okay. Why didn't that actually happen, though? Because that would be way cooler. I know. I'm like, the movie. Yeah. Right? Instead of Jack just laying there in the water. I'm going to fight a polar bear. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So. That's crazy. So. I don't know what happened, but. That's the info that I have. Okay, so do we know what the reason would be for JP to sink it? You said his enemies? Yeah, I know it's something to do with banks, but if you ask me about finance, I don't know. <laughs> they don't I know it's something They don't. It's something to do with, like, the banks that are in competition somehow and, like, the federal steel company. Sounds like monopoly words. I don't know. <laughs> I can never play Monopoly. I will never sit down and say, yeah, let's play Monopoly. No, exactly. I don't want to. It's too long, too complicated. Let's play, like, sorry instead. And then once someone's winning Monopoly, like, there's no coming back. Like, that person's winning. No, and then we just have to sit through it. It's an O for me. Yep, not playing Monopoly. Poker, I'll play all day. Not Monopoly. See, I suck at that. I can do blackjack, though. I suck at that. I don't know when to stop. <laughs> 
I'll you don't have, know like, when 20. to hold? No, I'll have like 20 and I'll be like, hit me. No, 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 no. You never do that. I know. You hit at 16, but I still have to hit at 20. Yeah. So that's the Titanic. Titanic. Long story <laughs> short, hit on 20 and uh, that's the Titanic. Woohoo. Yay. Oh my gosh. That was intense. Honestly, that was a good the Titanic. Episode. Oh my gosh. Sometimes I feel like the Titanic wasn't real. I know. It was just like so long ago that. So long ago, and it seems so, like, I don't know, intense that you're like, that couldn't have actually happened. Like, it just sounds so made up. Like, yeah, I know. a ship hit an iceberg and sinked. Like, sinked, LOL. Thanks. Sunk. Hashtag public school. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was, like, I was reading. I got way in depth with the research. Like, I couldn't even say it all, but I was reading, like, real-life accounts. And they're like, the only reason we survived is because, like, the water was still, like, the water was, like, like the lifeboat was so full. It was just at the level of the water. And I was like, a mat, like if they were to tilt, they would have sunk. And there was like 70 people on the boat. And I'm like, how did you survive that? Like, I would have just oh my God. sank to the bottom. Like, yeah, I would have been like, I'm going to have to take one for the team and just jump out at this point. Exactly. Bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That's crazy. No, this was a good episode. We love a good conspiracy. I still am just shocked that you do not know anything about the Illuminati stuff. I'm sorry. I know about, like, the Denver airport. That's Illuminati, right? I don't even know what that is. I know Illuminati and celebrities. I don't know anything about that thing. Okay, we'll have to do an Illuminati slash Denver airport episode in the future. Perfect, yes. That's slash shapeshifter slash Pizzagate. <laughs> Stay tuned. Wait, why is, yeah, like, stay celebrity, tuned. like, <laughs> I'll ask later, but I don't know why. I, was, I love pizza. Okay. I don't. I don't know why that's a thing. Like, why that they chose that name. I, I'm sure if I looked it up, I probably could find it. But off the top of my head, I have no idea. Because it was, like, the whole point of them saying, like, Justin Bieber, you know, talked about Yummy being related to Pizzagate was the cover of Yummy had to do with pizza. But he doesn't mention pizza or show pizza anywhere in the song or in the music video. Yeah, it's all, like, jelly foods, like, jello and, like, yeah. ice cream and stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know. I don't know. What's our episode for next week? Our episode for next week is boom, 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 boom. Classic aquatic zoology. I thought it was aquatic cryptozoology. I don't know. I just I have classic, which means it'll okay, probably be classic. aquatic because of our our topics. Because I can yeah, see what you're doing and what one. I'm doing. Classic yeah. slash aquatic. I'm so excited. I love it. For yours. I'm so excited. Someone's in my house. Hang on. That's spooky. It's my dad. Okay. Whoo, girl. I heard a, yeah. And in the background, I got a little spooked. I was like, oh my God, I can't do this. I'm going to hear <laughs> I was her get pretty murdered. sure it was my dad, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, JP Morgan, that quick? <laughs> Me still uploads the podcast <laughs> just in case. Be like, in case y'all can figure out who killed Kale. <laughs> oh, man. You're good. <laughs> He's going to take me out to pizza. Pizza Gate. Love it. Pizza Gate. Oh my gosh. Oh okay, man. Okay, so where but can no. they find us? They can find us at Get Outer Here on Instagram. And you can write in, email ideas, whatever your heart desires to our email at getouterhere at gmail.com. Um, I will be posting on Instagram the comparisons between Avril and Melissa. And I'll also post the um differences between Brittany and not Brittany, whoever that may Please. be. Uh, whoever that Brittany might be, yes. <laughs> whoever post, that is. I'll post the difference between the Titanic in quotes and the Titanic that sent sail. The windows. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Do that. Do yeah, that because I'd like I to see that. 
Um, There's like but very yes, big guys. differences. See, I love that. It's, it's always differences you don't realize at first because you don't know to look for it. But then, boom, you see it and then you can't unsee it. Oh, maybe I'll also post oh. the title of the, the Wreck of the Titan if you want to read that. I tried to read it, but then we don't plan very far ahead. So I was like, I could order it and I wouldn't get here for two days. I'm like, who am I kidding? I'm not going to read that. Yeah. No, I get it. But I read yeah, for Titanic, anyone listening. Though. Yeah. See, if anyone's listening is interested, that is the name of the title. Feel free to write us. We will send you the title. We'll send you the link because we're very sharing is caring. Exactly. If you do a book report on it, we will read it. 100%. We'd love to hear your take on it for sure. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks for staying tuned um, for episode three. We hope you enjoyed it just as much as we did. Um, And please, please, please tune in for episode four. I promise you will not regret it. Um, I can't wait. It's all kinds of cryptozoology goodness. Um, And if you don't, know what to expect that's okay we don't either honestly so we have no idea no no we don't at all we just know what we write um individually and then we just kind of it all together we have been a podcast we've been a podcast for 24 hours now though so happy dayversary yay happy dayversary it can only go up from here so if you're listening share us promote us if you share and promote us and you make it known we will shout you out Please, 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 please. And if you have a good story, Um, we'll definitely read it. Yes, yes. We love a good story. We love a good listener. Um, Oh, my gosh. If we have multiple people, we need to do a listener episode. Yes, we do. Anything that you can explain that you, like, want to tell us about, please. Anything, anything. Aliens, conspiracies, cryptozoology, like Bigfoot. I mean, your own personal theories of what may have happened to something. Ghosts, supernatural. Yes, 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 yes. We are so excited. And guys, you are going to want to stay tuned not only for episode four, but episode five, because I am pumped for Kel's story. Um, You'll have to wait and see what it is, but I am super excited to learn about it. So, oh, that one. Yes, I'm excited for that yes, one. Yes, I was yes. like, what oh am I gosh. covering? No, 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 no. That one's going to be a good one. I'm excited. Um, so that being said, guys, thank you for listening and Thanks. keep listening, please. And you are free to get, get out, out of here. here. Bye. Bye, y'all.